Hello, and welcome to another bonus episode of the Pure Faith Podcast. In these bonus episodes, we read the blog post from purefaithliving.com. I am Mitchell Heitkamp, one of the writers for purefaithliving.com, and in this episode, I am going to be reading Best Bible Translation. Let's get started. One of the most common questions that we are asked is about what Bible someone should buy. In all honesty, this is a great question. On the rare occasion that I am looking for a new Bible for myself, I quickly become overwhelmed with all the different options that are out there. What version should I get? What font do I want? Do I want a study Bible? What about a journaling Bible? And I could go on and on. The sheer number of Bible options out there can make it overwhelming for someone who doesn't fully understand what all these Bible versions mean. Well, today, we are going to try to dig through the noise in order to help you understand what you should be looking for while you are trying to find yourself a perfect Bible. Bible History First, let's look at a brief history of the Bible. I won't bore you with all the details about how the Bible was created and formed into the collection of books that we have today, but instead, I want to focus on the different translations that are available. The original Bible was written in three languages, Hebrew, Greek, and Aramaic. Over time, members of the church translated those original writings into languages that were better understood for the reader. However, those translations were few, typically handwritten, and only used by a select few who had proper access to them, so they were not publicly available for the average citizen to read. It wasn't until the invention of the printing press by Johannes Gutenberg in Germany in 1455 that the idea of making the Bible available to the general public became a reality. Many of you may have heard of the Gutenberg Bible, but only for what it was, the first printed Bible. Gutenberg didn't print many copies of his German version of the Bible due to the difficulty and the extensive amount of time it took to print each copy. However, from that point, the printing press spread and many books on various topics were made. Then, in 1525, William Tyndale printed the first version of the New Testament in the English language, but he never finished translating the Old Testament. It was Miles Coverdale in 1535 who finally printed the first complete Bible in English. In 1609, the King James Version made its debut and then it was revised and re-released in 1611, but that original version contained the 14 non-canonical books, which are known as the Apocrypha. Those 14 books were not removed until 1885, leaving us with the King James Version that we know today. In 1901, the American Standard Version, ASV, was published and was the first major American revision of the King James Version. In 1971, the New American Standard Bible, NASB, was published, which is known as the most modern and accurate word-for-word English translation from the original Greek and Hebrew texts. In 1973, the New International Version, NIV, was published, which is known as the most modern phrase-for-phrase version of the Bible. In 1982, the New King James Version, NKJV, was published, which is a more modern interpretation of the King James Version. From that point to the present day, more than a thousand Bible versions have been translated and printed. Interpretation Methods Next, I want to highlight the fact that there are two main ways for interpreting the Bible. 
The first is a word-for-word translation. This concept will take the original languages of the Bible and translate them as accurately as possible to our current language. Yes, we have always spoken English here in the United States, but that English language, like all languages, has changed and evolved over the years. You can see this by reading the King James Version, which uses an old, out-of-date version of English. Compare that to a modern-day English Standard Version, and you can see a huge difference in the way the English language is used and how it reads. The second method of interpretation is thought-for-thought, or phrase-for-phrase. With this method, the interpreters won't focus so much on the actual words, but what the original author was trying to say. These versions will have the same biblical principles as the word-for-word versions, but will read easier and smoother. Both versions are good and accurate versions to read, but your individual level of understanding, along with your motivation for reading, will determine which version is best for you. Which version of the Bible should I read? The answer to this question, as hinted above, is that it depends on what you want from the Bible version you choose. If you want a Bible to read and understand with little study involved, then I suggest a thought-for-thought Bible. However, if you are interested in understanding what the original language was trying to say, or if you want to do more in-depth Bible studies, then I would suggest a word-for-word version of the Bible. Here are my top three picks for a thought-for-thought Bible. 1. New Living Translation, NLT. 2. New International Version, NIV. 3. Christian Standard Bible, CSB. Here are my top picks for a word-for-word Bible. 1. English Standard Version, ESV. 2. New American Standard Bible, NASB. 3. The Amplified Bible, AMP. Although I have given you my top choices for Bible versions, that isn't going to be the end of your selection process. The next step in your decision process is deciding what you want to do with the Bible translation that you have selected. There are multiple types of Bibles for each translation. The most common, and the one I would recommend, is a study Bible. A study Bible will have some brief commentaries, explanations, study notes, and even maps to help you understand the text that you are reading even better. It is like a built-in study aid to go along with the actual text. Every Bible translation has a version of a study Bible. If you are interested in a study Bible, then you can go to christianbook.com to search for a study Bible and the translation that you have selected. You also have the option of getting a journaling Bible. These Bibles are typically in a single column with wide outer margins for you to journal and take notes directly in the Bible. If you are not sure what journaling is or are interested in learning more about journaling, then you can see our article on what is Bible journaling. There are also Bibles that are directed for a particular audience. For example, you can get a Bible for men, women, teens, or children. Each one will have notes and commentary that is directed for the particular audience chosen. There are also devotional Bibles for those who want to incorporate daily devotions in with their Bible reading. Then, to add one more level to it, you can get Bibles in different font sizes or different physical dimensions. You could get anything from a small pocket-sized Bible to a large, giant print Bible. There are more options than what I have already listed, but I think I have given you enough information to make an informed decision. I know there are a lot of options, and I don't want to completely overwhelm you. 
The thing to remember is that the most important thing to look at is the translation. I personally have a Every Man's Bible in NIV, which I love, but have had for many years now. Though my Bible is still in good shape, my eyes aren't as good as they used to be. For that reason, no matter what translation of the Bible you choose, I would recommend getting a study Bible with at least a large print. However, the best version you could possibly get is the one that you will actually read and spend time in. At the end of the day, that is the most important thing, to spend time in God's Word. This concludes our reading of the Best Bible Translation. We hope you enjoyed.